There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Tommy Hector Narita podcast, and we have returned to our spiritual home, the source, the fountain of all our chat. We are back together, reunited, and I got a lovely hug off the three. The two <laughs> I got a hug. Fulcher Arash. There's a lot yeah. of changes made in the hen house since we left. The mean? lamp is gone. We are, we're Someone stole the lamp, yeah. And we're relying on the light. Well, yeah. the, the light of... The good thing is the heating has remained on in the building as when we were here. The caretaker came in and did the great... There was a caretaker in Skullmore in Nam called Dikey Wallace. Dikey Wallace and he drove an old Volkswagen Beetle, a green one. And Dikey fixed every Dikey. pipe in Dikey Wallace. Couldn't come that nowadays now. That's no. really sexist. <laughs> um, <laughs> come here to or me. Uh, so Hector arrived back uh, from Eastern Europe yesterday. It, have you, have you la- now you've, you've physically landed My mind, but has your soul caught up with you? We were so freaked out getting a PCR in Transylvania. Uh, one, two, three. Come here to me, you beautiful young woman. Till I look at the side of your neck, you snow-covered woman. <laughs> like we were in Transylvania thirty-six hours ago. And then we had to stop for a PCR on the way back to Bucharest. The pressure, I was there to Roscoe getting out of the van. I said, Roscoe, for fuck's sake, what happens if we have it again? Have I got a head cold? Actually, you can't get, it's not you, it's it's the third cog. Do you be, it's Evan you'd be worried about. Evan, yeah, Evan seems to take it all in a stride. Me and Roscoe were going, have I a sneeze? Is that a sneeze? Have I a sore throat? We were paranoid, so we went in. It was the most beautiful PCR we've ever but had. But you haven't had any positives, even though, you know, they say that you can get You positive, can get it again. But you didn't no. run into that situation. Not, no, we didn't do an antigen. Thankfully, while, but, but the pressure when you're waiting for those six hours from a Romanian test, uh, and it came in, in the hotel in Bucharest. We went to get a couple of cans and we, because everything is curfew. Pure class. Not a pure class. Pure, you can take the man cans. out of Navin, but you can't take Navin out of the man. A couple of cans send, while we're Send him off to fucking yeah. one of the most cosmopolitan cities <laughs> in Eastern Europe. And they're having cans. Too many cans. <laughs> Roscoe, they've no harp. They've no harp. Here, they were probably Foster to know. Fortenbugs. Have any fucks? No Fortenbugs either. Many were like, yeah, like, get six, fucking get 12. <laughs> so, there's a curfew in Bucharest at the Bringing back a bottle of babies yeah, for yeah. the missus then from duty free. <laughs> Two Toblerones. There's a curfew in Bucharest at nine o'clock. So, every single thing closes at nine o'clock in the evening. There's no messing around. There's none of this uh, easing off. Of the, it's it's done. So, we went to the off-license at 10 to nine. And then, we went up to Roscoe's room. sake. Well, hang on a second, Tommy. Sure what, enough, did you have cans at the fucking the top table for your wedding? Did you? Yeah. 
<laughs> but you were not all in the Europa Hotel going, what's his name? Jasper. Jasper, <laughs> send me up another middle it. We're out of that bottle. Get me another one for tomorrow. I've got a green spot. <laughs> Tommy, we're in fucking Eastern Europe and there's a curfew. Cans of what? What, what is it called? Uh, I don't know. Schleichensteichens. Something very strong. 20% beer. <laughs> Blow the head off you. So we sat in Roscoe's room and I'm just sitting around the room too. No, like, no, I, 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 you're you not even sit in the reception area, like for fuck's sake. I, I, like you're doing a fucking. Why didn't you just sit out the back of the hotel on the fucking wall? Theatrical adaptation to Shameless. Yeah. <laughs> shameless setting the, set the hotel in Bucharest. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you seen Romanian Shameless? <laughs> Why didn't you the just Romanian sit outside the front shameless. door? Dinner tar, you bollocks. It's uh, like an episode of Avida Zen Pet. Inviting their <laughs> fucking cats, drinking cats. It's in one of the most oh, beautiful architecture. It's a fucking, it's such a magnificent. You go out with him now the next night and he'll want to sit up in the hotel room drinking cans. <laughs> no, it gets better. I, I, I bought a speaker in Dublin Airport. Oh my <laughs> God, this is getting worse. <laughs> one, of the speaker. one of the speakers as well. Did you put together a playlist? <laughs> fucking hell. In the bedroom. That's oh my God, Hector, please. Fucking David Guetta. <laughs> I bought a little Marshall speaker. Right? Oh no, it's please! Re- no, it's, no, it's Marshall. It looks like an amp. Yes, so I know. What they I, look mean, like. I took it out. It was the only time I took it out in the fucking tour because we were so in cold. the bedroom. In the bedroom. Oh, listen. Drinking cans. Three lads <laughs> sitting around. Do you know what we ended up doing? Like seventeen-year-olds. We ended up to listen like to the best of the Fury Brothers and Davy. Ah, who and Roscoe was giving us three fingers of friends. After about six cans, we were all there with our eyes closed. I say, no, where you down? After the bats play the last waltz, a chorus. <laughs> oh, oh, my Lord, you've lost the On the shores place. of Gallipoli. And uh, we knew we were going home. And so with then, bang, in comes the emails at 10 o'clock. Six hours, they said, all in the room together. And, and we cracked out another few cans, around, you? around, you have to bring a, a pass, pin code, and then it goes negative, negative. And then Roscoe's pinged in, negative. Evan's pinged in, and he says, we are going home. Next minute, Storm Barra wrecks havoc in Ireland. We were going, oh my God, are we going to fly out of here? But luckily, we flew uh, down to Istanbul, an incredible airport. It's one of the great airports of the world, and it's so funny getting on that flight because it's all right, Hector, how are you? All right, Hector. And this woman come up to me and she pushed me on the shoulder. She goes, You got a lovely hair transplant there, Hector. Oh, because she's heard of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's women with broken noses look like they've been in the front line of a scrum, and there's people. It's so they're going over for they're going over for plastic surgery. Yes. back was this? that that Istanbul flight is full and full and more people getting prosthetic jobs done and. Yeah. I can imagine you went to see the King of the Gypsies. Oh, for the love of God. So, mad last couple of days. Romania, when you leave Bucharest, is like. You remember Borat, where Borat filmed the first. Yes. It's like going back in time, and there's a lot of angst and pissed off people and bitter people in. Borat filmed his original movie when he was reared in this. Kazakhstan. Yes, yeah. but it was filmed about 50 miles outside of Bucharest in a small remote village. Nobody <laughs> speaks English. People are all dressed in traditional gear. They're all Roma gypsies. Uh, and there are different pockets of this. And then we drove, the, it was a two-pronged attack. I was going to meet the king of the, the, the Roma gypsies, Dorian. And then I was going, that morning I was going to go to a Roma street in a Roma town. And that was... It looks like the Amish from a distance. They all wear the black hats. They're all their faces are all grey, and the women are all in these multicoloured shawls. And in this one street, 
there was 850 from the same family living in the most amazing oh. fucking houses that you've It was like being in Malibu or Beverly Hills. So are the, they the... The ostentatious showing off of designs of houses is incredible and the streets of no tarmac are nothing. This is like, it's like a hall... How do I put it? I don't know how to put it's this. It's just bleak. It's basically. bleak, but the houses are bling. And some half, of them. Some of them aren't finished. Most of them aren't finished. They love building massive houses... And half of them aren't finished. Like there's balconies with cement hanging off and you've never seen anything like the size of their houses. We, we, we met a guy called Trian who was the, a, a, a guy there. He you're very good at the, at the, the names. names. And the way you're giving Dorian them pronouncing. Yeah. Well, I have been in Eastern Europe for... And, 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 and the Romanian language is fucking beautiful. Machiama Hector. Machiama Hector. My name is Hector. Machiama. Sunt Irlandes. I'm Irish. Kefach. Kefach, how are you? So that's Romanian. But then the Roman gypsies have their own language. So tell us about the gypsies. Kefach, I'm interested. Kefach, Tommy. The Roman gypsies that we know here so in Ireland, what are this, they the same? Th- yeah, there's 30,000 Roman gypsies in Ireland. There's 7 million of them around the world. There's an, that, an awful lot of them in America. A huge amount of them in the UK. And the king of the Roman gypsies, is, is, he's like... He's what like, kind of a house does he live in? He lives in, in the White Palace in Sibuya, which is like... Is he a, like the leader a, of... A 45 bedroom... White Palace, oh, white off. Escalade cars, everything. And the lineage has been passed down to him. And when he walks the streets or when there's a funeral, his brother died a couple of years ago and they thrown money on the streets to him and everything. It's just... Well, what does he tribal, do like? Tribal. What does he do? He, he, is the, he, is the, he is the patriarchal head, like uh, the Aga Khan. Now, there's an interesting guy, the Aga Khan in France. It's like his world. It's, 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 not a, it's, not, it's like a monarchy. It's like a monarchy. That's exactly what he is. He's a monarchy for the Roma people all over the world. I met a guy called Trian who came, he was praying at Mass. We met him on last Sunday and he, he, he said he couldn't meet till a quarter past 12. And as we were waiting for him, coming down this mud-covered street with these massive houses that you've never seen, they're like, they look like temples and they have all zinc roofs. Cause it's that's, like if, if Miami was in tomb. <laughs> it's like the start of Miami Vice going up Gilmartin Road. Martin Road. The, the, the roofs on these buildings, because they're all coppersmiths and silversmiths, like old tinkers. Right. That's what they're skilled at. They love copper. Copper is their gold. All right, so. That's, that's what they do. They like and the copper. They build these fucking amazing roofs, like pagoda style, in, in Japanese style, multi-ream, multi ream. You've never, I've pictures to show you. It's just fucking. Do they mad. build it themselves now or do they hire people? No. I wonder. I wonder Roman who, gypsy builders. Uh, what? Roman gypsy builders, like maybe. Say it again, Sully. Is that in your Roman, Roman gypsy builders. Roman. Roman gypsy Rome. builders. Ro- whatever they're Rome. called. Rome. What are they called? Roma. Roma. Roma gypsies, yeah. Roma. They yeah. might have Roma their own builders. builders. How are you keeping? Yeah. Roma, yeah. They, they, they might specialise in that kind of building. They like. are mad. Was it the Romas in England who, had, who were keeping the fellas as slaves? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? There was some kind of... Uh, there was a load of them living in... Yeah, there was a kind of a thing in England where... Uh, now, I don't want to be casting asparagus upon the Roma people, but it was some <laughs> kind of tribe of people and they were... They had slaves. Were they, were they, were they Irish travellers? I think travelers? they were Irish. I think they were Irish travellers. were Rome. When was this? This was about three or four years ago and they got uh, done... Yeah, at least three or four years ago. Yeah. They, they got done for, for... They had slaves. They had slaves, yeah. 
they had slaves and they were they're getting the slaves to do all the work. Yeah. And they, they kept them. They in, were in a massive like compound as such. Yeah, penitentiary. Yeah, penitentiary. Was that on a documentary on Panorama? No, it was on the fucking news. News. It was all Look at that. They were taking them out for days. So the structures, these amazing houses that they look, but they've all got big hoarding and and gates outside. You can't really see because it's half finished. They look amazing, but then when you step inside, it's a fucking building site, and it's like going back into the third world. They build these humongous fucking structures that aren't finished. And are they into I went inside to one of the houses, three, and I went inside. It was the most basic four rooms with two sort of old small couches and a stove in the corner, and that was it. And there's no decoration. Even though they have the big walls aren't plastered. There's no lights. So what's the point of that? Because they like the show. It's the show of it. It's the show of it. And I said to three, and when did you start building this? He said 2007. He said. I said, when will it be finished? He goes, who knows? When I get some money, I don't know. I said, how many lives here? Three families live in this. Three families. His two sons live in it. So what they do is they build these massive houses where three to four families can live in it. They look massive, but they're not finished. They're like, you know when you go to see a house that's nearly done and you go, come on out, we'll see it now. And it's, mm. it, we're, we're only at second fixing and we're only, uh, we're after getting the blocks up. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Unplastered but floors. on the outside, it's fully finished. No, not, not finished on the outside. Oh, it looks not even painted. No, it? no, no, no. They, they they like building with bricks. They're construction people, but all of them and their skills is 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 copper. So as we walked down this street, there were women coming out of all angles, going, "Get them out! Get them out!" They were speaking. Of what, who? What's the camera for? And your mum's telling them we're Irish TV. And then at one stage, five or six girls came out from a house, all Roma girls, all dressed in the traditional gear, and they walked towards me. And then Trian said, "I, I said, pick one for the wife." <laughs> <laughs> Three had said to me, Hector. Pick two, pick two for wife. <laughs> so he said, I said, how do you say hello in Roma? And it's something like, Itahat Mahalla, or something like It's completely different. So I turned around and I say hello and their eyes all lit up. And then I went, what's your name? And she goes, Maria. And I said, what's your name? Maria. What's your name? Maria. What's your name? Maria. And there was a little girl there. Oh, what's your name, little girl? Maria. What's your name, the baby? Maria. Roma gypsies only called their own, they're only using the name Maria. And next minute, what? All these girl, all these, all these lads come out. It, they look like Amish. They have all the black hats in them, and they used to come out. They come out of their houses with copper, beautiful frying pans, copper pots, distillery things to make your own hooch, cups, saucers, the most beautiful crafted copper. As we walked, men were coming out of the house. Our grandfathers with wheelbarrows full of copper pots and the most heaviest, beautiful old-style frying pans. And then distilleries, miniature distilleries with pipes going out where you can make your own plum brandy and plum butter, all trying to sell them. And I said, what's happening here? And he says, These, all, this is the way we make money. We love copper. Hmm. We are coppersmiths. And the man said, I sell them. I said, and what's your name? Nikolai. And what's your name? Nikolai. Asta. And what's your name? Nikolai. And what's that little boy's name? Nikolai. Nikolai and Maria are the names Everyone's of the majority. Name. 90% of the Roma people are either a Maria or a Nikolai. Fucking madness. And they look like Amish with the long beards, the black hat down. But this man... Audi- there was an old thing years ago now about uh, travellers in England, I think, and they, were, they would all have the same name. Uh, so if, yeah. if if one of them got into trouble with the guards, all right. uh, there was no way of tracking <laughs> yeah. it. Maybe that's why. Do you know I was what I mean? wondering what's yeah. that about, yeah. though. Yeah. Interesting. There's, Interesting. there's a thing with the Irish travellers, <clears throat> with some of the Irish travellers, where they feel that the settled people and settled society 
are not on their side and the settled community will never provide for them. So they always see themselves as outsiders. So no matter what's happening, there are some traveller people who just go, I cannot trust in any way the settled community mm. to look after me. Mm. And uh, so therefore I must take any steps necessary to protect myself. And if that means that me and my brothers and my cousins all have the same name in case we get into trouble, then fucking yeah. so be it. Yeah. And I'm wondering, is it the same going on with the Roma where they're, I, they're kind of going, <clears throat> we can't trust the settled people of Romania to look after us. So we did you get did you get a sense that they I, were they, they outsiders? Yeah, saw themselves as yes. You had the yes. television cameras. I, so I asked him, "How do you feel? How did you feel growing up as a Roma b- boy in this town?" He goes, "Round here, everyone accepts that this is a Roma area." And he goes, "And it, it, he really he was a re, he was a re, he had a beautiful smile, and it, he was we spent about three hours talking to him, and he brought me on an amazing journey that we didn't think we were going to get. Roscoe was loving it because at every part of the picture there was images coming out, like there was images coming out, there was. I'd be talking to him and then five other men with beards and hats and pots and everything would come over and stand right in the middle of the camera strike up a cigarette and just stand there blathering away in their language you know it's just we were buzzing and we know when we're buzzing in a place like that that it's like being with a tribe in southern Ethiopia we know we're getting great images and then he said I went to America I went to Ca- I went to California South Beach uh, we had fr- family there and he said I, I hated America I hated it I only gave it three months I hated America too noisy too much people I wanted to be home in my land so they are a travelling they are a travelling people a lot of them liked it they are but they're very skillful with their hands but it's amazing his angle that he just didn't like it didn't like it. and do you think they're treated better in, their, in Romania than they would say if they were outside <clears throat> absolutely they're accepted in Romania Okay, yeah. But they're accepted in certain. They 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 they, they bond together in Romania. Having said that, a lot of them have emigrated. But then he takes out his camera and he goes on Facebook Live in the middle of the interview, and the Facebook Live popped from all over the world, from Roma gypsies in Sydney, Roma gypsies in Dublin, Roma gypsies in Berlin, Roma gypsies in California. As he was talking, his Facebook Live, he was talking away, telling what he's doing. Yeah, it was it was their community, but and. We stood in his sitting room and it's not a, a, a unpla- unfinished floor, unfinished walls, big, big old stove in the corner uh, and they put out some, so- some some chocolate bread or something like that. The couch had an old rug on it and it was it was an unfinished house. It was cold. Uh, and I said, can I meet your family? So the wife comes out and I said, tell me about when you met your wife. Tell me about marriages for the Roma Roma people. And he goes, <clears throat> my, my father arranged my marriage when I was 13 years of age. My father had decided who I married. He brought a little girl into the house one day, says, that's your wife. He got married at 14. The wife was 15. Then he said, I said, how was that for your son? And, he, and, and I said, what did you think the first time you saw your wife? And he started laughing. He goes, oh, very happy, very happy. And I was trying to get that banter out of them, that. And then he said, how was it picking for your son? And then he introduced me to the son and introduced the wife. And two beautiful children came out, a little five-year-old and a six-year-old boy and a girl. And the whole world of arranged marriages. Oh, yeah. The father chooses. They and was his kids the same age <laughs> as him when he got married? Yeah, yeah he... But, uh, 14 as well now. His, boy, his boy, awful crack, Hector, could to, you arrange- to choose wives for the kids. <laughs> For your son now, who's 12. Love to, I'd love that. <laughs> I would love just to say, the young friend now, he's 13. 13, yeah. Come on into town, we get a wife. <laughs> Come into town, ah, we, where are we go? I did in the car. That's right, it. I, Driving round. Into right, Supermax son. or somewhere. You, you, you give him the choice of what secondary school we could pull into. Salerno, <laughs> Taylor's Hill, Monagisha, or Endes. Yeah. <laughs> See that one coming here now. What do you think of her? 
Come over, come here. No, you wouldn't ask him what you think. You just, you just pluck, oh, pluck yeah. her in, would you? You choose a family that you, you that you want to be connected to, isn't it? That's but it, it happens in many many countries, and it happens in the Roma Roma. I place. suppose you don't have to think about falling in love, and you don't have to think about whether you'll kind of. Uh, this person is right for me, and this person interest in each other. Yeah, you just kind of marriage counselling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tell just me, yeah. choose a fucking. What age were they when they started having kids? Then young, like sixteen. They have certain rules, David. Uh, I don't know. I didn't ask him when the first babies came, but the young lad looked about twenty, and he had a six-year-old. So they be going at each other fairly rapid. <laughs> yeah, looked, he looked twenty, and he had a six-year-old. Yeah, you can make up your own mind there. <laughs> Uh, and 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 all right, son. I'm going to choose a wife for you now. now <laughs> turn off that Xbox. Yeah, you're better off going up to the room. I have a new Xbox for you. <laughs> ah, now, um, right, okay. Where's anyone seen John? John, John has to come up there. He's going right upstairs there. They're going off for an early night. <laughs> the them are fourteen. Married. Living on the second oh, floor in the house. <laughs> the, the young one is waiting for a junior cert results and the fucking pregnancy test results in the same fucking week. So, uh, and do they have that? Like, do they have their, their own laws? laws they have there, their own yeah. laws and they have their own council. They call it mm-hmm. subi or something. When something happens in the community, the council come together to sort it out. But the feeling, and then I saw his hands. His hands were were all beaten and, and bruised and stuff from working. Copper. The way he spoke about copper, you sw- I swear to God, it was his gold. They buy it in massive 50 kilo tables, sheets, big thin sheets like this, and they weave it and they manipulate it and they make the most amazing stuff. And I was talking to a traveller uh, fella, I'd say early, late teens, early 20s, at the foot of Croke Patrick. Just that thing of the council and they have their own laws and stuff like mm. that. And uh, he had done, he wouldn't tell me what the thing he'd done was but his thing was he had to climb Croke Patrick six times up and down in the one day and that was his wow, that's his penance yeah that was the wh- wow. wherever oh, he right. said that he had done that was whether he had taken upon himself to do that oh, yeah. or whether he was told that was the kind of the it'll be interesting when you see this because when, the way I want and, and the listeners because when you see this guy's face you'll see a man who has worked since he was seven years of age and the tradition of coppersmiths the tinsmith with the Irish tinker and the silversmith is long gone long gone those traditions of a tinker going around the country fixing the buckets and being a silversmith and helping the farmers in rural areas gone he the tradition is so strong within the Roma people. They All they want to do is build stuff, construct stuff and work with that metal. And he said that every single boy in the village and every single young Roma boy learns at 7 or 10 and 12 and it takes years and years of craftsmanship and it's passed on and it's so strong and that's the way they continue. They are coppersmiths, they'll work with copper and the way they speak about copper. And and then he said, I said, are you a, are you a holy man? Are you, did you have a, what were they Trinkets, like was he covered in the Virgin Mary or? He didn't know, they don't like the, 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 Catholic, the, the no, Catholics. they show off with the houses. They don't show off, there was no rings. He was dressed very uh, greys and blacks, uh, warm, woolly jumper, but the hat was incredible. It looks like an Amish hat and they all all the and men of the village wear it. And the boy, when he turns 13, is given his first black hat. It's like something you'd see in a, in a movie in the 17th. It's like the Amish. That's the only way I can describe it. But then I said, what will it, what, do you like praying? He says, yes, today was a great day. I'm, a, I'm, I'm Orthodox, but I'm oh, Pentecostal. 
and religion is a massive part. I said, how often do you go to Mass? He goes four or five times a week. Even during the interview, old old cars were arriving. They were after coming back from Mass and four lads will be getting out with the hats on and they're all with the black jacket, black, black sort of sort of military sort of old coats on them. And it was just, it was just an amazing... Was it cold? It was cold. It was zero degrees minus one. And as we were talking on the camera, lads would go by with a donkey and a cart and full of manure on the back. And then another lad would come back full of big logs on the back of the arse and cart. Like, it was like, it's like, you can't... You're sure you weren't in Mayo? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm just asking him, and maybe no, he got confused with all the travelling. He could have been in Belmullet. <laughs> could have been in Belmullet. How, how dare you? Eris Bay. absolute It could have been a fair day in Belmullet. Yeah, well, that's No, fine. but that's a fair question. Yeah, uh, 50 years ago, yeah, <laughs> no, maybe. Hang on a second. That's fine, yeah, move on. But the arse and carrots and the boys, and you know that these two young lads were coming with this cock of hair or, soy, or manure on the back, or especially a lad that... And are they so, farming people? F- uh, they have farms, but they... they 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 burn wood all the time. I think you fucking. I don't think you've been anywhere. I think you fell asleep in front of the telly watching Bracken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've fucking been anywhere. Nice. Are you Bracken? <laughs> You've, you've eaten half a pound of fucking hash cakes and you're there. No, and then back in 1981 in <laughs> Ireland. He's watching Ryer, a fucking documentary about Trump, like I say, Trump. about joining the European what Union. Was the farm again? Uh, like it was, it was, it was one of the. It was a brilliant day. Then Roscoe put up the drone to get a picture of the houses. I cannot explain to you. When so excuse me. When does the show uh, broadcast? It won't be broadcast until the autumn of, of next year. But uh, an amazing journey. From and do, do you have another road trip to do? We have later in, in the new year. We'll be going up towards Poland, Latvia, Lithuania. So the Balkans are done now. Wow. I'm so happy I've seen the Balkans. Mad that I got COVID in the in, in the Balkans and. But to come from Istanbul into Bulgaria, cross into Serbia, the feeling I'm getting, and then Bucharest, Ceausescu, and then even to go to the countryside, like uh, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting trip. It's hard fucking slog because we're lifting the bags in and out of fucking the fucking bus, and Roscoe's given out, and it's fucking minus two, and it's fucking hard, and the roads are like shit. And did you ever think, like, like, you've been doing it for, for 400 years now, did you ever think, can we spend a few, a bit more money just on production? Did you ever think to yourself, no. like, can we hire get someone else van. to carry things or no, get a nicer we, car? No, because then we can't. stay in a no, nicer hotel. No, because then we can't lie in a hotel in Bucharest listening drinking to the Fury Brothers drinking cans. Because we'll hear Paul, the sound of, Paul, are you Fuck okay? Sake. Do you want another can? Shut up, I get out. We can't. There's a man. Check David Attenborough and the fucking cameraman are off looking at gorillas in the fucking... Drinking cans in the jungle, and then David goes back to the fucking the, the salmon weir youth hostel, and he's drinking <laughs> and he's drinking cans with the fucking lads. Salmon weir youth hostel. Michael Palin listening Michael to Pentagon. Pa- Michael Palin could do a lo- Michael Palin could do a lovely job at the old railway station in Cairo, and it's beautiful. And I rang a friend of mine called Ralph Stakes to find out when the next bus, uh, boat was to Botswana, and then he goes back to the fucking with a bottle to of an Airbnb, a bottle of book pass in the Airbnb. No, it's a. Uh, it is hard going. It's hard going in winter, but uh, there's no point. We want the rural Romania is not easy to get. I mean, dirt tracks. When you leave Bucharest, it's fucking. It's hardcore. It is going back in time. But if you want to go back in time to get the good stories, you know, what you? and it increases your empathy. Oh man. Oh, Tommy. It, 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 large, it enlarges your heart. Yes, because it, I don't know where it's filling. It's filling a magic wardrobe I have in the back of my mind. <gasps> That's a trench infinita. <laughs> that we know ma- about that wardrobe. The infinite wardrobe about the, the gay lad trapped in the closet. In he wasn't gay. He, he, wasn't he was gay. gay. He said he was he gay. He wasn't yeah. fucking and gay. You said His to wife us. was fucking in the house. They were about to get married and fucking Franco's boys comes in. So he hides in the fucking inside the walls. Tommy, could you not have just pretended you watched it for fuck's sake? Did you watch it? 
I didn't get around to it just yet. I swear you're getting so fucking lazy. Didn't use a spoon to make the tunnel? No, you know it's not the Shawshank. That's the fucking Shawshank. If you want, these are only sneers. Because I know out there somebody is has watched La Trinchera Infinita. But my I've cancelled all my subscriptions. I won't be able. You can't watch anything. And look, look, look. What's gone? No watch. The watch is gone. The watch is gone. We we'll have to start buying you DVDs now or something, will we? For what? So you can watch. I'd like to plonk you back in a in a village in Romania. He's already there. He is half fucking. Look at him. It's just gone fucking madness. He's back in back in the eighties, probably yeah. know, early eighties. It's good. Now you've uh, you're you're making interesting choices in terms of your jumpers these days, Larita. There's a bit of fucking far, Fargo mountain. meets uh, <laughs> Alaska. Far, Fairbanks. Fargo meets Primark. <laughs> There's a, bit of a, you. there's a bit of a log cutter in there. It's a yeah. bit of an Al- Alaskan bush. Getting people. into the winter. How ones. would you describe it now to people who can't it's see sort it? Sort of like a, it's a stylish it? um, winter knit, is how I would describe oh, it. Oh, very good, yeah. And what colour is it? It's it kind of brown, is it? Brown with a kind of a cream. Grizzly Adams going, going on there. Grizzly it's Adams. Sort of something you'd see maybe up in Alaska on a, yes. a cold day yes. out chopping timber or chopping yes. wood. It's broken. And did you find it or buy it? Um, actually, Audrey chose it for me. Very, it's it's it's. There's a. That, I like it. I like it. I would have no confidence now in that area of uh, clothes, but you have, and you wear it well, Larissa. Well, I mean, I don't know what element of clothes you've got confidence in, but you have a Hang diverse on a range. Hang on, I'm fucking look at this. So I mean, that's oh, rich. It's rich getting styled criticisms from you, like. And these aren't criticisms. I'm just. I'm, I think it's queries. I think it's brave choice. You're wearing two scarves. Tommy two scarves. Why are you wearing Rudyard two scarves? Kipling. I always say it's Rudyard Kipling. Honestly, he's fucking. I'm surprised he comes out of the house at all. Why are you wearing two scarves? I'm wearing two scarves because I. I so You're I not a, getting enough heat he, in the first one. No, because just to explain to people, cashmere would I have be a, mind I, and a little linen. Oh, it's hand mitten by Winston Mulcahy from. Yes, it is. It's handmade it's by handmade. a German family if out in, in Lisbon. Look at oh look at. No, the reason I'm wearing two scarves is because I came down here to tidy up the hen house. Right, for sweating. And there was a scarf here and I said, well, I need to take that scarf out of here. Oh, what so, the fuck? You're like, so you're like 40 coats. So like. I, I threw it around my neck just to... Well, Larita, if you ever get to Belgrade or Bucharest, the shopping is magnificent. Wonderful. Absolutely. Well, I'll get to get some and more I, winter and I, I can see the lovely winter months encroaching on your style. Yes. I think it's really, really... Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365 day returns. Nice. Yes, winter, winter nets. Now I got a letter in. Them. Give me your glasses. This and oh, I'm going no. to because these are the young lads. This young lad wrote a letter to us. A young lad. When uh, you fucking, say young now, what age is we he? We always fucking is he say, nine. We always say the youth of the country are fucking this. But what this, age is he? I, right now, now can Does just it now, say now, aged? Now, having had experience of you oh, reading, reading this stuff did you practice before, have you read it? So you know what's ahead of you. I don't like scripts, Tommy. I wouldn't have the confidence to read that. I like engaging in it. I know, but sometimes the the you highlight a few lines. The words get the better of you. <laughs> okay, okay. So that happens so, to me when I'm doing the so death is, notes. This is a young lad called Cronin McLaughlin. Two surnames for a Cronin McLaughlin. And I, I, I love this. He, and, he, and did he say you could use his name? Yeah. Like, isn't, he will be because he wants me to write back to him. And I get a couple of these letters every year from, li- from young lads. What class is he in? He's in, he's in Abbey Carton National School oh, in Elfin. No, Tommy, 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 listen to this. I didn't think this was suitable Because these for are the fucking, and don't say it's like fucking I didn't Ray think this, or something. I didn't think this podcast was suitable for children. the school around the corner is just the same. Even though the kids, they play a different game. Every year's apart, sure we're still the same at heart. Cause the school around the corner. Now how is a, so a young fella in, uh, this, this is getting dodgy me after watching a Tommy. prime time fucking documentary last night about a fella going off to fucking Vietnam for his holiday on his own. Uh, come here to me, why are you reading Hector. a letter from a young fella? Yeah, because Hector. I get letters from people from all over Fuck the place. Who are you, Jimmy Savile? <laughs> Hector, if any other children would no, like to write to Hector, no, please do. No, no please listen. Send it to he's, Hector. He's a so, National School Children of the Country, Hector Clare Galway will get him. And we'll do a school around right, the corner section. Here. Go on. Shut your mouth, the two of you. Shut the gobs. I get letters from young lads all the time. What are you talking about? Why do you get letters? Oh, shut up, Louise. Oh, it's because you're Irish. No, they ask me questions and they do projects. Ah. It's, it's a school project. Right, go ahead. And, and I thanks write, for involving and, and me write, and Tommy. And, in I, this. and loads of national school kids write to me because they're doing a project, and I write back to them. Because it's Irish, because, is it? No, because they're they're in fifth or sixth class, and the teachers ask them to write to somebody famous or somebody in the public eye, and I get loads of them, and I sit down at the kitchen I table. I have never. What? That's because you're inappropriate for children's I mean, I ears. I get letters from 10, 11, 12 years old. And do you ever write? Do you write back to them all? Of course, I answer all. Every one of them. Yes, most of them, yeah. And this is well. It. What about the ones that you don't write back to? That's oh, a bit unfair. Stop being so fucking negative and listen to the letter. If you, if you write back to most of them, but I not get all loads of, them. of letters from 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 lads and, and girls and. Go on, go school. ahead then. And they're, they're fucking great young kids, and this is great. And, and it's I, from all around the country. Yeah. Did you never get one of these? Oh please, no. no never. Yeah, no, people are afraid oh, of you. No, Tommy, no you're going to get loads. Dear Hector, it, it serves me well. So this is a this is a great young man, and these are the future. How old is he? He's a. I'd say he's. I haven't a clue. He's in fifth class. He's in fifth or sixth. So he's about Dear Hector, eleven. Dear 11. Hector, a great writing. Connors at all too. Ain't crack. I hope you're keeping well. My name is Cronin McLaughlin. I'm 12. I'm in sixth class from El Finn. It's a little town in Roscommon. Yeah. I'm writing to you because I think you are a horrid crack and oh. you've achieved so much in your life so far. My dad loves your podcast with Tommy and Aria. While cutting the football pitch on Friday, he always listens to it on the headphones. I admire you because you've done so much travelling around the world. Can I ask you some questions? Yes. You yeah. have travelled so much around the world. So what country, what country is the most crack in your opinion? What, Go on then, Hector. Answer, answer, answer that one. The most answer cra- that question. Uh, yeah. the, what country is the most crack in your opinion? I would say it is Ethiopia or Brazil. What is your favourite country that you have travelled to and one you wish to go back to? I would say Canada, Brazil, Ethiopia. 
Vietnam, Cambodia. When you were going to the different countries, do you have any dramatic moments on the aeroplane? <laughs> Go on, Hector. We're all ears. Yeah, we got off a plane in Bolivia. It was The altitude was so bad, Roscoe started puking before he got his bag and then I had a headache. And uh, when you land at altitude in a city really high, it's really, really bad. That was dramatic. Also coming into Dublin Airport yesterday was dramatic enough. We also took off from Perth and the electrical storm hit the... Plane. Uh, the plane and the lights went out for about a minute on the plane and it was really really bad and I turned to Roscoe and I said if this is it this is it let's have a gin and tonic well, that's <clears> not appropriate for six what is it like being in your best friend's class and having a podcast with him now answer uh, it's really good it's, it's good crack yeah that's why they're not writing to Tommy who is the most <laughs> <laughs> that's why Tommy no interest who is the most inspirational person you've met on your travels oh uh, most inspirational person I've met on my travels is would be everyone I meet in my travels the most interesting people and inspirational people are the ordinary people I meet in the street surviving on a dollar a day what is how is the club football going <laughs> And then he goes, I would like to thank you for reading my letter. Write me back to me. My dad absolutely loves you. Which means all the Good best. Good man yourself. He's Cronin all, McLaughlin. He's got all like, his languages. The kids are going to be okay. You'll win nothing with the kids. Fuck that shit. These kids Stop are going to be Stop using bad language. Sorry. Go on a little bit still listening. You will, you will win nothing with the kids. The kids are all right. And these young kids coming through in our country, we have to celebrate them and say, these why, are why mighty, mighty young men coming through. And well done to the you, teacher in Abbey Carton National have, School. Is, why, that, is why, that a reply now? Why did... Um, uh, he writes in Spanish at the end. I don't know. He's he must a, be practising it. Tomala Almano. He's, he's done a little bit of Maybe research. Maybe you taught him how to say it. Maybe I just like the way he writes and I like the way he sounds and I think these are great young young lads coming through and great kids, you know, great, great. And I really appreciate when I get a letter like that. And I'm so answer, anyone else I'm that gonna, wants to send him any letters? No, I get, I get a fair few every year. Well, I don't a few need more any now, more. Do you know but if anyone would like to write to Tommy Tiernan at the Hen House from National we're getting We're getting lots of stuff. What already. kind of stuff? Anything nice? Great Anything man. interesting? We've got, uh, so, people have sent us a lot of stuff for Christmas. People have sent us chocolates. I, I don't have the boxes here I with got me, CBD so I can't oil. remember. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Hello. A little trial run to see if I like it. Oh. oh hello. Just three little bottlings and? of CBD oil. So, I started taking one drop yesterday uh, under your tongue, yeah. leave it there for 20 seconds, and then it's, and? it doesn't taste great. No, and it's CBD oil. Yeah, was there? A, was so there there's a, no, there's no cracking it. It's no, just, no, no, we crack. need the THC for that. Would you not get a little relaxing buzz off? But she, the person that sent it to me didn't send me the relaxing buzz. Oh, you don't know where it came from? Well, I do. It's called some place in Navan or Mead or something. Oh, Lord, you need to get more information. We have more information after the. Podcast. Would you like some? Yes, <laughs> and yeah. I would. I, I would like, we would like I'm CBD mad. and THC. Yes. Right. How, yeah, THC is the one that gets us giddy and yeah. laughter and CBD is the one it's good, all, for, good for the back CBD pain. is the one we all lie in on the couch and all go let's watch a bit of the afternoon show laugh. Yeah, the CBD oil doesn't do anything really. it's just health yeah. benefits Yes I'd love to go on the Today Show with Dahi and Maura out of it <laughs> <laughs> On what? On what exactly? Just, Spa- just space Space kicks <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, whoa! You're I can't even imagine just to walk on and just start picking up props and putting them down and <laughs> rubbing me head and they're trying to Lying talk on to me. Who did I see on <laughs> And I've my head between my knees and they're going, join us after the break. <laughs> Where's Tommy? And they're going, Tommy, are you all right? <laughs> I'm looking at my hands moving through the air, watching the vapour trails. My fingers are leaving behind. Who did I see on be BBC? Over with the chef, then eating the, there's, the there's, bun. There's been a few accounts that I saw. Your man from the Verve, Richard Ashcroft, on BBC TV at half eight in the morning. He was out of it from the night before it's brilliant what other presents did we get Tommy because I interrupted you that I told you we got CBD so someone is, I, I, 
I feel so people are sending us stuff and thank you very much for sending stuff but there's no Stop I, saying that every time because then it doesn't matter just say thanks and move on but, but I'm just I just I don't want them to send any more is what I'm saying to you Right well why what did because you Because there's just loads of stuff come, It's fine send it on it's grand come yeah, on So there's whiskey and chocolates and yeah, fucking hats and yes. all that jazz is yeah. coming but I feel as if people are, when people are sending stuff they want me to mention the brand that I sent it or the no, mention the people. No, I think they're just sending no, it for no, out of kindness. Are they? So we'll use all that stuff for a Christmas party. I know, instead of having a Christmas presents, let's just get drunk on the podcast. Well, can we, can we go like for... Like have a Christmas could, party. Could we go for a morning porter? Could we go for a morning porter one morning on yeah. the podcast and just, or just go and then come back and do the well, podcast? I'd say we'd probably just Two have it here. Two and then come back and do it. No. No. Oh, for no, we'll okay. just do it can in a pub. Do, can we? Are we buying presents for each other again? Um, I don't mind because I think. We what should. would you like for Christmas, Hector? No, don't tell me. I brought you presents from from my travel, my travel, my travels. I brought oh, presents for you, Jesus so I have Christ presents from. from, from oh, oh, so you're you're all great now. You've got. Oh, you've got sorted. them already. No, yeah. you're giving us cans of beer. It shows that when I am walking the streets of of Belgrade, I'm you're thinking, thinking of, of us. I'm thinking of you all the time. Yeah, and Tommy gave him a pipe. You can have that pipe now. I bought that. Pipe. <laughs> Look, see the way, see the yeah, top it's all chewed. It's all chewed at the disgusting. top. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate no, I the smell know. of pipes. Oh, okay, let's have presents then. Okay, let's do it. I think Christmas you promised not to get me one of them jumpers. I promise now. I'm definitely getting and you Can one. I say to you, could we buy a donkey? And oh, fucking, fuck off, So we'll have them here. We can have them outside the hen house. No, and they we'll make awful the donkey noise. Every day and they're smelly bastards. My... I've been asked by someone that I love very much to get them uh, an animal for Christmas. An animal? Yeah. A donkey. A dog? No. A donkey. No. A I horse? No. Yeah, type of horse. Yes! A type of horse. Yes. A, a racehorse. I can't wait for this. No, no, a racehorse. Not, not a racehorse. Apart from an elephant. <laughs> not a racehorse. It's a donkey. But what do you mean yes. a type of horse? It's a type of horse. A show jumping horse. No, oh, no. no. Not, that's posh. We're going down the route. because I know, pony. I know no, Tommy no. was. I know Tommy was taken back by the chat we had a couple of weeks ago. And I know he knows that we know. Don't be power. getting... You're not getting a donkey. Yes. I'm not getting a donkey. I've been asked by someone I love yes. to get them an animal for Christmas. And it's a type of horse. Yes. What is it? It's a little pie ball. Palomino. Connemara pony. You're getting close, but you're... you're Connemara. Smaller than that. A Palomino. A tiny little Smaller than that. It's a, it's a pygmy pony. It's smaller than that. It couldn't be. Then it'll be... A it's a Falabella. Oh, a Falabella, yeah. A Falabella. I've been asked by someone that I adore to get but them a Falabella for Christmas. A and I was, and, and I Where said, are you going to keep them? Here in the garden? And you, you just keep them in the garden. And Lovely. I said, what do you do with them? He said, you build them little miniature stables. A miniature, miniature little And miniature, miniature little jumps. Drink, and miniature troughs. Oh. Yeah, and they eat out of it. And I said, what What if we head off somewhere for a week? And he said, you just leave it here in the Should garden. They just eat it, eat stuff. But yeah, yeah. Tommy, there's plenty of grass out here. A little falabella, and I seriously consider. I think we should. The dog add, we have is would be bigger, bigger than, than the falabella. Yeah, and we'll add a donkey in there. It'll become a. And how do you think they would get on? Arc. Do you think the dog? And I the don't know. I'm just, I'm just, Are you going to go for it? I don't know. What happens when they start riding? Mm. The, when the dog would ride the falabella. Yeah. What would they It'd produce? Be a few interesting trips to the fucking to the vet after <laughs> yeah. that. Hard to wrap a falabella under the tree on Christmas Eve. Yes. Why don't you just tie the falabella to the door on Christmas morning? We have a lot of people in the show, in the show jumping horsey world that listen to the podcast, so I'm pretty sure there'd be no issue there in sourcing yeah. a good one for you. Interesting. Are we doing this thing? Are we going to get yes. each other present? Yes, Hector. Yes. Agreed. Thank you. Just a few house rules. Good. We'll open. What that day will the, we be doing that? The Thursday before Christmas is the last Thursday. Christmas before. Eve. Yeah. Christmas right. Eve. Well, All that's right. That. Oh my okay. God. All like... right. And majority twenty five euro. That's our budget. Minimum. Min. Minimum, no, yeah. Well, a max Between laughter. 25 and 50. Ah, for fuck, have a bit of crack. Okay, right, 25. You have to spend a 25 grand. and 5. 
<laughs> you have to spend a grand. Right. Oh, great. Okay. I'll be able to buy you one of these okay. jumpers then. Tell Minim- me after. Minimum all. spend on the present is a grand to two grand. <laughs> okay, great. Brilliant. <laughs> I've got three first class tickets buy to me, rest. Buy me a, a kilo a share. coke. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me a share in a racehorse. I'd love that. We'd be drinking cans in Las Vegas at the end of the end round. Maddest thing ever. Maddest thing ever. Right, we were doing the podcast there about five weeks ago talking about girlfriends and I, I spoke Old, beautiful, nav. Oh, yes. You, so, That's no, the old now. Yeah, sorry. Uh, girls we remembered though, and we when we knew them as teenagers and that they were beautiful and therefore in a weird way in a wonderful way they'll always, always be beautiful be, and that yeah. beautiful in our minds and two days later an email comes in f- looking for a birthday request out of the blue to the thlpod.com yes and it was the husband of the girl I was talking to completely random he wanted a video to say shout out to the, that girl and I just went, I started, oh, oh, Jesus Christ, what about timing? And then he heard the podcast a week later. And then he and told then he you email, to fuck off. emailed again. He went, we're absolutely over the moon. She is so embarrassed about the whole thing. This is fantastic. Who's the girl again? Carol, we can't give any names. Carol who? What? Carol. Tell, tell me the situation, I'll remember it. Yeah, the girl that I shifted in the in extension on Boreen Keel. And, yeah, and do you remember you used to call her She was mad and she had Doc Martens and she was in a band. She used to sing. And then he had to leave she the was, house she was, the she was the home. lead singer in a band called The Something Something and The Third Party. And... The and husband, her husband, her husband, her husband, the husband, the Tuesday and I was going, oh fuck, is the fucking, I'm going to get shot in Super Value. Someone's going <laughs> to shoot, someone's going to stab me when I get in Donegal catch. <laughs> Take that for talking to me, me missus, you fucking, um, So two days after, and that show hadn't broadcast. Uh-oh. Because I, I was sent the email and I went, oh my God, oh my God, what am I doing here? To be certain bad. But, uh, and then they heard the podcast and the girl, Carol, was completely, completely bowled over. And yes, she, you, you never lost it, Hector. You still had that ability. She was embarrassed. Still have the ability to bowl women embarrassed over. Embarrassed and bowled she, over. She was bowled over, but she. And then it said, "I'll get, I'll get the line email." She, she said that you spoke as always you did, and the crack that she had, you've never lost it, and you were so attractive. And he, she was so attractive. Did you write it or did she? She, was, she said that she. This was the guy that she knew all those years ago. Did she said you were good looking. And I then? know that I'm still that fucking Hector around the fucking town in Navan. When I was the lead singer of Ida Bissex, I was cock of the fucking walk. He I could, was. I was. You could have rode anybody on Trimgate Street. <laughs> he really could. I was. I walked up the. I was like the lead Anyone. singer. I was like. I felt as if I was half sister. Of the mercy, half the mission, half the cult, and then I was the lead singer of Echo and the Bunnymen. And I had everything tight jeans, Chelsea boots, paisley shirt, three buttons open, lovely ginger chest cigarette, out, and the long hair. And I was the lead singer in Oedipus X, the greatest cult band ever. To you were like a cross between Mick Hucknell and <laughs> Mick Hutchins. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tommy, I was like a cross between Mick Hutchins. <laughs> which, which one? Which one? Mick, Mick Hucknell. Hucknell. Mick. Mick Hucknell Mick Hucknell and Henry Shefflin <laughs> No 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 you're a cross between Mick Hucknell and Robert Smith and Cindy Lauper and Robert Smith Who's, who's your one from Tapau? Robert <laughs> Carol from Tapau. <laughs> what was our big single Tapau? It doesn't matter Tapau. Tapau. <laughs> what was the name of the band? Your one came in to play the Electric Ireland stage in the Electric Picnic and fucking Bonnie Tyler what's the one about the fucking energy no what's that the song the power of love oh, oh Jennifer Rush, Rush yeah. or somebody came in and Bonnie Tyler <laughs> I need a man and a hero to the end of the line and he's gotta be strong and he's gotta be rough and he's gotta be fresh from the fight I need a hero 
I say, I'm running there for a year until the end of time. Somebody like that was playing the Electric Ireland tent because of the of the lyrics of the song, and somebody off his fucking head out the back went with all his fancy YouTube video. He went, there'd be some fucking crack in here when we pull the power on the electric, and they pulled all the fucking things. And she's on stage. True story in the video. Actually, and the boys were out of it at the back on the electric Ireland tent. Now power enough, me bollocks. Watch this. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, oh, oh, classic. But anyway, yes, I got that email in and she said that she will never. Ever, she'll never forget the H bomb. The H bomb. And I will leave you with this. H block. When I saw men in their pomp, young, virile young men, you're sitting beside one of the greatest men in his pomp to walk the streets of Navin because he could just go like that. Tommy Tiernan. Oh, yeah. The, the book Rogers of Hector Navin. in behind. God bless. Good luck. Talk to you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 